Hey, thanks for listening to Tommy Nation Politics. We're going to be right back, okay? Best believe I'm not going nowhere. And you better not either. You better stay right there. Stay right there. Stay. Just stay right there. In the long history of the world, only a few generations have been granted the role of defending freedom in its hour of maximum danger. I do not shrink from this responsibility. I welcome it. I do not believe that any of us would exchange places with any other people or any other generation. The energy, the faith, the devotion which we bring to this endeavor will light our country and all who serve it. And the glow from that fire can truly light the world. And so, my fellow Americans, ask not what your country can do for you. Ask what you can do for you. Free thinking, innovative, and totally open-minded. Tommy Nation Politics. Tommy with Tommy Nation Politics. How's everyone doing today? Tommy Nation Politics. Unknown male, we the jury find the defendant Kyle H. Rittenhouse not guilty. As to the fourth count of the information, Anthony Huber, we the jury find the defendant Kyle H. Rittenhouse not guilty. As to the fifth count of the information, Gage Grosskreutz, we the jury find the defendant Kyle H. Rittenhouse not guilty. Members of the jury, are these your unanimous verdicts? Is there anyone who does not agree with the verdicts as read? Uh, okay, folks, your job is done, and uh, we started just about three weeks ago. And I, uh, I told you it could last two weeks and two days. This is two weeks. This is three weeks. Anger filled the streets Friday night in places like Brooklyn, New York, a case that sparked heated debate and passion across the country for more than a year now, produced more of the same from those who supported and opposed the Kenosha jury's decision. They knew loud and clear that the masses of the people did not want Kyle Rittenhouse to walk free, and they ignored us. The verdict came on the fourth day of deliberations. 18-year-old Kyle Rittenhouse was found not guilty on five felony counts. It was August 2020 when Rittenhouse came to Kenosha after unrest broke out in the city following the police shooting of a black man there. 
carrying a semi-automatic weapon to help protect businesses from being looted. He shot three men during altercations, killing two, he claims, in self-defense. Some called him a vigilante. Every day I wish that I could come home to him. Clean up that mess, boy. Pete. 
the Superior Court of Glenn County, the state of Georgia versus Greg McMichael. Case number CR0, I'm sorry, 2000433. Jury verdict form. Count one, malice murder. We, the jury, find the defendant, Greg McMichael, not guilty. Count two, felony murder. We, the jury, find the defendant, Greg McMichael, guilty. Count three, felony murder. We, the jury, find the defendant, Greg McMichael, guilty. Count four, felony murder. We, the jury, find the defendant, Greg McMichael, guilty. Count five, felony murder. We, the jury, find the defendant, Greg McMichael, guilty. Count six, aggravated assault. We, the jury, find the defendant, Greg McMichael, guilty. Count seven, aggravated assault. We, the jury, find the defendant, Greg McMichael, guilty. Count eight, false imprisonment. We, the jury, find the defendant, Greg McMichael, guilty. Count nine, criminal attempt to commit a felony. We, the jury, find the defendant, Greg McMichael, guilty. This 24th day of November, 2021, signed by the fourth What's up, guys? This is Tommy with Tommy Nation Politics. How's everyone doing today? Good? Travis Michael, his father Gregory Michael, and neighbor William Roddy Bryan Jr. found guilty in the deadly shooting of Ahmad Arbery, his neighborhood outside Brunswick, Georgia, February 23rd, 2020. The jury reached a verdict on Wednesday afternoon. Today, each of the defendants were facing nine separate charges, including malice, felony murder, aggravated false imprisonment, criminal attempts, conspiracy, murder felony. The Michaels claimed that they were conducting a citizen's arrest. Maybe, maybe they were back in the day. Claimed it was self-defense, guys. It's been an interesting week for justice. Pretty sure I'm satisfied. Not always, but today, I am. That's the, no, that's the memo. <laughs> it's always a very rich and rewarding experience when I take a brief break from the day-to-day -day demands of Combination politics, or the struggles that we face, and uh, talk about goodwill can win and justice can be done. It's interesting. I would like to have you think that be uh, a a nation by the people for the people. We know that's not true. I'd like to I'd like to have you think that we could make that we've made progress in the few years that we've been a nation. Is that true? Maybe in some things. I'd say that we've come a long way, a long way to make justice a reality for men. We still have a long way to go. Before the problem is solved, the realistic position that I would like to take my stance on is the 
I'd like us to have courage. Courage is the only way that we can overcome obstacles. That's what Martin Luther King said. You know, Negro slaves landed on this shore in the 18th century, guys, with the Pilgrim Fathers who landed in Plymouth. Throughout slavery, the Negro was treated in a inhuman fashion. He was a thing to be used rather than a person to be respected. He was depraved, oppressed. The famous Dred Scott decision of 1857 illustrates the court decisions and the conventional wisdom and social norms of the American perspective, the conventional wisdom of the day, was the white man was bound to respect and the black man was bound to him. Has that changed? Only in the way that now none of our lives matter because we're all slaves to the puppets of the rich. I know, it's a sad twist, guys. But uh, the inferiority, guys, Noah's curse, they called it, upon the children of Ham. The Apostle Paul's dictum became a watchword that servants be obedient, slaves be obedient to your masters. One brother, he disrespected Noah. And the other brother, he was, the, he was the master of that brother. It's a logical fallacy. It's a biblical syllogism. It's a minor premise. But that was the framework of the Negro in the America that we, sorry to say, were founded on system of slavery, rigid standards of segregation, lost faith, lost faith in God, lost faith in man, lost faith in democracy. And then something happened to the Negro guys. Circumstances, circumstances made it possible for us to reach out of slavery and come up to the mountaintop. I have been to the mountaintop. I have seen the promised land. The, the upheavals of two world wars, the Great Depression, guys. The uh, supplanting of the uh, civil rights movement and acts that followed, where uh, a famous president once said, we have lost the South for a generation. Seems, seems to summarize and declare that indeed, God is all of us and we are God. We are made in the image of God and no matter the skin color, we can reach that ascension. We can grasp the oceans. We can climb to the highest mountains. We can be we can be mountaintop. So Martin Luther King said, manifest destiny, extending frontiers of democracy and rights, guys. 50 years ago, 20 years ago, 25 years ago, hardly passed. Numerous African-Americans were lynched and um, these patterns became a routine mundane story. All the way up to Trayvon Martin. Skittle nice tea. Gotten 
the voting rights bill enacted thousands and thousands of voters the voting rights bill of 1965 in the economic area we've seen some changes and and we've seen some good changes we've seen some progress but i would just like to say guys as far as the mountaintop goes i would like us all to see the mountaintop and be and go to the promised land this verdict is um is a good it's a good catalyst towards that mountaintop i think what do y'all think anyone's on the chat let me know this is a, a progressive new independent media and uh we're free thinking innovative and open-minded and we want you to have your thoughts heard i know i do because i have a lot of thoughts guys i think all the time thought a lot about this Arbery case. I thought a lot, a lot of, I thought a lot about the, the differences between this case and the Rittenhouse case and it's a clear 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 distinction. You had a kid doing what in my opinion is stupid things when stupid games with stupid prizes. You had clear clear cut racism on this end. And uh I guess the jury saw that too. And I'm happy about that. And I'm grateful. So I'm not going to complain today because they were guilty on all charges, guys. Did you all hear that? I could have fucking danced around when I heard them read the charges and read guilty to each one. I mean, these guys weren't even, they weren't even sorry up until the last minute. They were jumping on top of each other, volunteering who killed the nigger first. So this is a... It's not a precedent, but it's a moment in history where I'm proud to be an American. And that's uh, that's my stance. Got a long way to go. We've got income inequality. We've got, uh, a, we've got a whole democracy to take back from the puppets of the rich. We have hills to climb. We've got valleys to journey. But uh, I've seen the mountaintop here today, domination politics.